Hey, everyone. Before we get to the episode, we want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Comic book, comic book, does whatever a book does. Read by us while drinking, incoherent rambling. Look out, this is our podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome to the SJW Comic Book Club, a weekly book club style podcast where three friends discuss comics from a literary and progressive point of view. I'm host number one, Monte. I'm host number two, Veronica. And I'm host number three, Melissa. And this week, as it says in the title, we have our season finale where we are going to rank the comics that we've read from top to bottom. But before we do that, Veronica, you have a game for us. I don't have a question. You have something more fun. (laughs) Yes, it's my turn to take on the mantle of uh, exposing our innermost personalities and flaws. Um... So this game for this season is inspired, uh, not so much game, is inspired by an appearance I made on one of our uh, fine uh, collaborators shows, the Super Sideshow podcast at Super Sideshow on Twitter, where one of them was ranking all the MCU men they found to be the most attractive. And I was invited on to provide commentary and also had to provide my top 10 list. Which we did discuss at length, but you guys have forgotten everything that was on it. So, what we're going to do today, each of us have constructed a top five list of hot MCU men for us to objectify. We're going to try to guess who each other's number one is. And I think, um, with your guess, if it does appear on somebody else's list, you get the number of its placement on the list as a score. And whoever has the lowest score at the end knows their friends the best and is the best friend and is the winner. So who would like to have their hottest MCU men guest first? I vote Monte. Oh, Monte. Okay. For so sure. I can, you can do that since I talk about it all the time and there's <laughs> no way that either of you should not know it. I think hopefully. Okay. So Melissa, who do you think is the hottest man in the MCU per the judgment of Monte? I don't know if it's the hottest one, but I'm going to put Michael B. Jordan on Monte's list. Okay. As Killmonger. So that was also my guess, but uh, just to mix it up a little bit so we don't all answer the exact same thing, I'm going to put in my runner-up answer of uh, Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Well, you both got it right because it is Killmonger <laughs> from Michael B. Jordan who could literally murder me and I would come back from the dead to thank him. <laughs> Where did Tom Holland appear on your list, if at all? Tom Holland is a tie for number five. Number five? Yes. Man. And it depends on the mood that I'm in. You know, <laughs> do I want daddy or do I want baby? It, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Would you like to share your entire top five list with us? Sure. Uh, also, we're in, it's okay to use the shows, right? Like the mini series. I think so, yeah. Netflix slash Disney Plus. Okay. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Thank the Lord. 
So one is Killmonger, played by Michael B. Jordan, obviously, because that's objectively the correct answer to any list of who's the hottest man in the MCU. Number two is M'Baku, played by Winston Duke, because Mm -hmm. he could probably literally crush you (laughs) with just his arms. He could probably do it. Uh, Number three is Daredevil, played by Charlie Cox, because (laughs) I love Charlie Cox, especially when he got all buff. And he is that right, like, mix between adorable and also, like, there's a deep rage and violence within him <laughs> that you can see. Um, and that's just, you know, who's not attracted to that? Uh, num- <laughs> number four is briefly there, but Quicksilver, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, because of uh, that jumpsuit and his terrible, like, white hair. Loved it. I love Aaron Taylor Johnson. He's uh, one of the, the top men in Hollywood. Uh, I don't have anything else to say about him. Rest <laughs> in peace. Uh, I wish he wasn't dead. Not Aaron Taylor Johnson. Quicksilver. I oh, wish Quicksilver I was like, wasn't dead. wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I find out? <laughs> no, he's very much alive. Okay, uh, yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson also has a giant dick. That doesn't, like, factor into it but i'm just saying he does it's just extra information for you to know and i know that from a movie not from leaked nudes so don't come at me about that uh number five is a tie between punisher played by john bernthal and spider-man played by tom holland again do you want daddy or do you want baby (laughs) split right there Mm mm-hmm lovely john bernthal has like big like dopey ears uh and also just a very like like a craggy face yeah and he just i don't know he just has a lot of raw sexual energy that comes off of him there's some people like that and it's just i don't know specifically what i'm attracted to about john bernthal but like he just has a lot of charisma it like eats up the room Yeah, I saw him like doing an interview one time and just the way he was sitting and then he kept giving answers that were like not sexual at all, but they were. (laughs) They became so. (laughs) Just his whole mode. I don't know. It's wild. I do think he's probably hotter than Tom Holland. It's probably not actually a tie, but say that it is out of respect. (laughs) Because I do love Tom. personality can factor (laughs) because you're in love with him anyway who would like to have their hot men guest next oh let's do veronica okay hundo p (laughs) it's difficult for me my guess for your hottest man is the most obvious uh as robert downey jr all right that's what i was going to say too but my runner-up is short-haired thor (laughs) lovely also my second one so actually in trying to objectify people robert downey jr did not make it in the top five oh because he's an old man yeah wow (laughs) it's because there's so many younger (laughs) that makes me so happy and i'm going to pretend that it's not just because he's an old man i'm going to pretend it's because you're finally falling out of love with this horrible man With Robert Downey Jr. or with Tony Stark? Both. Both. Oh, no. 
I don't do know if him, Robert though. Downey Jr. A... is actually horrible. I don't know that. I, just... I think he's pretty chill, actually, from what I've heard. Uh, don't he has... care. He's got a face that I don't like. <laughs> he has <laughs> a special place in my heart. He would probably be number six, but he just got edged off the list. Short hair Thor is number two, Monte. So a score of two for you. And it wouldn't be zero for Melissa. Let's say it's six because that's what I said he would be. Okay. Wait, who was number one? Number one just objectively has to be Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> I agree with you. It, like, my taste doesn't enter into it. It's objectively true. <laughs> like, I think I gasped when he walked onto this. That was like the first time I'd seen that actor, I think, because I don't know anything about pop culture or what you mean you didn't watch fantastic four the reboot no i did not that came out in like 2010 or something i did not do that in fact wow i'm shocked (laughs) but like he took my breath away when he walked onto the screen he's even a villain i'm not usually attracted to villains maybe anti-heroes sometimes um but i was just like who is this beautiful man Mm -hmm. That's how we all feel the first time we see Michael B. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this on the Super Sideshow episode, but did you hear that anecdote about how that girl clenched her teeth so hard that she broke her retainer <laughs> while watching Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther? <laughs> and I think he bought her a new retainer. <laughs> wow. What a, what a beautiful man. Yeah, that's, you know, you just can't beat that kind of commitment to your fans. You just cannot. And the human race in general. So what was your three through five? Yes, so my full ranking, yes. Killmonger at one, Short Hair Thor at number two, Peter Parker, Tom Holland at number three, Steve Rogers at number four, and M'Baku at number five. And then ostensibly, Tony Stark at number six. It's hard for me with the MCU because everyone is so beautiful. Like, I can't even get personal taste into it because there's so many objectively beautiful people. Oh, I took so much personal taste. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That's good, because I absolutely am stymied at what to guess for you, Melissa. (laughs) Well, I have a guess. Okay, let's hear your guess. This may be a little bit of a long shot, but I'm going to say Black Panther T'Challa. That's a good one. You've you've talked about uh, Chadwick Boseman several times as being very beautiful, which he is. He is a very beautiful man. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the long shot and say there's probably it's probably not right, but whatever. <laughs> Especially knowing that it's very subjective for you, the one actor and mass who I know, like Melissa, absolutely, this is her personal taste is Mena Masood. And I was like, okay, who mm. has that aesthetic or looks similar to him in the MCU? It's like no one because yeah. racism. <laughs> uh, well, did you well, see yeah. the Eternals? <laughs> I no, didn't see it. <laughs> but I do want to see Eternals because Kumal Nanjiani is That's it, what and he so, is fucking oh yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah, fuck. I, so I forgot I, about the Eternals. I also I forgot about Eternals, so okay, it's okay. Exactly. So it's like, I would guess Kumal Nanjiani, but I bet she would forget Eternals even existed. Yes, that so. is accurate. <laughs> That's so. also why I didn't guess Shang-Chi, because I thought Melissa probably forgot about this movie. Uh, I also forgot about that movie uh so these are all good good. you're you're helping me narrow it down here because that would have been my second guess yes which mcu movies would melissa actually remember (laughs) to judge oh fuck i i know the answer though well don't tell me because i'm gonna steal it from you if you say it 
as I was saying, uh, which MCU movies will Melissa remember? I oh, the shit. obvious one jumped into my mind. Well, now I'm worried. <laughs> if I've forgotten the one that I'm supposed to remember. <laughs> yes, there's a big blank spot in my mind where I'm like, does Melissa even care about the MCU movie? <laughs> Ooh, that was not the question. <laughs> Give me two seconds to think, because all of my options have been eliminated. Melissa, I literally do not know, so I'm going to say Chris Evans, Steve Rogers. (laughs) You are unfathomable to me. (laughs) I'm so sorry, When the obvious options are eliminated. Um, Neither of your guesses are on my list. Okay, wait. Can I make another guess since yes. we both didn't okay, have since one? Since we both failed, yeah. Is short hair Bucky on your list? Yes. Okay. Oh, I forgot that's the about one that Bucky. I thought of, and I was like, oh, that's the guy she talks about all the time. Is short Let hair Bucky? Let me make Bucky. another guess too, then. But he tied for five uh, with the vision. What the fuck? <laughs> so- <laughs> I was thinking, it's like, I know she loves WandaVision, but she wouldn't put vision on the list. Which- hey, he had like, but. Prosthetics, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I love Paul Bettany, but his robot body looked good. What do you want from me? (laughs) Okay, so you guys are gonna. Can I just throw out one more guess? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's literally also not based on anything. Let's say Mark Ruffalo. I don't fucking know. Oh yeah, just so I can have a. He's cute though. I feel like he would make my honorable mentions. Okay. That's yes. my last yes then. Okay. Okay. All right. You guys are gonna kick yourself. My number one one was Killmonger. My <laughs> objective and subjective for Melissa. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you guys this, but we all picked the same person. <laughs> yeah. It's you, but like you threw me off because you said it was a subjective list after I was talking well, about how he was objectively the best. Yeah, but like after Killmonger, you then you can start your subjective list. <laughs> After Killmonger. Um, my next one was Logi in the black suit in the Ragnarok Thor movie. Like specifically oh, him standing in New York City with a black suit. Nice. Um <laughs> Loki was also just barely edged off my yeah. list when I remembered Mbaku needs to be on. And because Thor Ragnarok was one of is is at the top of my list for good MCU movies, Idris Alba. <laughs> as Heimdall or Heimdall Heimdall Uh, I completely forgot about that character he's on the list I gave super sideshow but I tried not to I tried not to go back and look at my list from back then and tried to be in the moment but Heimdall was on my other list yeah Um, and then of course I did have Charlie Cox's Daredevil I thought about (laughs) saying that because you seemed Uh. very approving when Monte said it Yeah, um, and honestly, I forgot that, like, I assumed we couldn't use the Netflix, so I was like, well, it counts because he's in the Spider-Man No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> like, one minute. Yes. Um, and then, of course, my number five was Bucky Barnes, uh, short hair Bucky Barnes, and <laughs> Paul Bettany as Vision. And then I did have one honorable mention because I had to stop naming men. Um, <laughs> Randall Park as Jimmy Woo. He he makes me feel happy inside. Like I look <laughs> at him and there's a different kind of love for mm-hmm. him. He's like, you know, he's kind of like a dad figure. But um, what is he in? WandaVision. Yeah, Randall Park is is beautiful. Heart and soul and face. So, the winners of this contest are Monte and Melissa, tied with a score of seven. 
And I am way in the back with 11. Although if I had also, if I had made the rule that I will guess the same as Melissa for Monte, I would also have been tied at seven, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) For uh, guessing Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. You guys are the better friends. Like when he takes off his shirt, he's got all those tattoos. I think that's when the girl bit through her retainer. I think that's part of the story. Yeah. That, That tracks. Anywho, now that we're done objectifying men, we can move on to the content well, actually, of Actually, um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, I have one more thing to say about Michael B. Jordan. Wah, wah, wah. Well, anyway, on to the actual purpose of this episode, I guess. Um, so we are going to be ranking the comics we read this season, and since we no longer have to have a certain number of them, because we're not doing the tournament brackets anymore, we're just going to throw in all the bonus episodes we read this season, which were three. The comics we read this season were Batgirl Year One, Sin City, The Babe Wore Red, Daredevil Born Again, Black Widow, The Finely Woven Thread, Ghost Rider, The Curse of Jonathan Blaze, Catwoman, Selena's Big Score, Captain Marvel, Higher, Further, Faster, More, Red Sonia, Queen of Plagues, And then bonus episode was All New Wolverine, Enemy of the State 2, and two collaboration episodes, Cheer Up, Love and Pom Poms, which we read with Tencent Takes, and Fatal, which we read with Ravian, at Ravian Ruiz on Twitter. So we are going to rank them all. We are going to start at the bottom with the five comics that would be number seven through eleven on a list of eleven. So... Who would like to share their bottom tier of comics? All right. As I told you guys before the beginning of this episode, the way that I've picked this list is pure chaos (laughs) and just I panicked (laughs) and it is what it is. And I'm just going to go first. Uh, I think this one's obvious, but my number 11 is in fact Sin City. I'm shocked. 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 I know that one was the easy one. Uh, My number 10 was Daredevil, Born Again. And then Ghost Rider, The Curse of Johnny Blaze. And then Batgirl, Year One. Uh, Number seven, I forgot. We have five at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) My number seven is Black Widow, The Finely Woven Thread. It's okay. It's okay if they're all terrible. If you guys are like, (laughs) Melissa, these are awful. I don't agree with you. This is chaos. That was the intention. So (laughs) I'll do my bottom five next. Okay. So at number 11, I have Sin City. At number 10, I have Ghost Rider. And at number nine, I have Black Widow. And at this point, my list like that I would say are my bottom that's like my bottom tier and at Mm -hmm. this point this is where my mid-tier actually starts (laughs) conceptually yeah because they're basically all equal but at number eight I put Captain Marvel and at number seven I put all new Wolverine mine has some similarities and some differences I have at number 11 Sin City the babe wore red then I have Ghost Rider then And this one gave me a lot of psychic pain because it might just be because it's been so long since we read it. I had All New Wolverine at number nine. Um, And then Daredevil Born Again at eight. And then I had Captain Marvel at seven. This season has been temporally really stretched out compared to our previous ones. So I feel like 
the effect of the ones earlier being more forgotten has been stronger on me. So I'm very open to uh, criticism of my order on this. Yeah. With all new Wolverine, it's one of my like go to like it's one of my favorite uh, story arcs. So I definitely remember everything from it. But it was also what a month and a half that we recorded that two months even. It was some time <laughs> like, ago. <laughs> that was a very long time ago. Um, I had it a lot higher because I actually remembered stuff from that comic, unlike other comics where yeah. I didn't remember very much. <laughs> and we had recorded them a lot earlier <laughs> or a lot. Okay. I think we can say objectively, we all agree Sin City is number 11. Yes. Hundo P. Would you also say, since Melissa, you have it at number nine and Monty and I both have it at number 10, Ghost Rider can be number 10? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. That's the easy part. That that lovable himbo. <laughs> it was fun, but compared to other comics that have like real stories and stuff. Yes. So <laughs> at number nine, that means we have me, Black Widow, Melissa, Daredevil, and Veronica, all new Wolverine. I think all new Wolverine should get bumped higher. You both have it significantly higher. Yes. Melissa and I both have Daredevil low. Melissa has it at number 10. I have it at number 8. Monte, is yours stratospherically higher, or do you think it can nope. come down? I had Daredevil at number 6, so I am fine with it coming down. And also, like I said, uh, 8 through like like eight through 5 for me are basically the same. So I am fine <laughs> with them being moved around however they are moved around. What else do we have? So Melissa and Monte both have Black Widow in this lower tier. Monte and I both have Wolverine in this lower tier. Monte and I both have Captain Marvel in this lower tier. Yeah. I think even though um, I would probably put Black Widow at number eight as opposed to um, all new Wolverine. Mm -hmm. I only have it at number six, so I'm very willing to bring it down. Yeah. I remember Black Widow being a little bit... Like it, some some of the stories didn't quite hit, but the artwork yeah. was really beautiful. I remember that uh, about yeah. it. I think yeah. almost every comic that we read this season was good. So now we're just discussing like small differences. And yeah, I think Black Widow was a little less impactful than some of yeah. the other stories. For so. me, I have to be honest, I didn't think Black Widow was very good. <laughs> uh, I, I like went back and looked at the score that I gave it and I was like, I rated this too high. Uh, just because I I really can't exaggerate how much I didn't enjoy the first three issues of <laughs> that book. Okay, so Black Widow's number eight. Yes. All right, so for number six and seven, if we're going by majority, they should probably be Wolverine and Captain Marvel, unless we want to move Wolverine up. But... Anything else that's in this tier is literally just Batgirl and uh, Melissa's the only one who has it in this bottom tier. Yeah. Um, I vote for Captain Marvel as number seven. Yeah, I would agree. So that I can subtly punish Carol Danvers one more time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that ends with Wolverine at number six then. And I didn't talk about the rankings at all. Well, in the rankings that we did as the episodes were going... Sin City and Ghost Rider matches up. 
Um, the next lowest ranked one we had was Captain Marvel, and then Black Widow, and then Batgirl. <laughs> so not exactly reflective of what we put in this lower tier, but pretty close. Yeah, there were a few that I thought when I went back and looked at my ranking of it, I was like, I don't know why I gave it this score. Black Widow, I thought was too high. And then also um, Captain Marvel, I thought was too low. Sometimes like the discussion can affect, you know, if I were to rank it at the beginning before we talk versus after, it probably would change. Yeah. Um, if you go listen to our general impressions and then look at our ranking, you'll probably often see that like what we say about it shifts even during the episode. And that's not even accounting for all the time we then spend thinking about it after it's over before we do the finale. Yeah. I um, do continue to say I don't like the kind of feminism that Captain Marvel stories oftentimes have, but I think that it was a pretty good story. Yeah. All right. So we've already named number six, which is in tier three because we had the amount of votes for it. But let us now read off our previous tier two middle tier of number six five and four uh melissa you went first last time if you want to go first this time yeah my middle tier number six is now batgirl got bumped up a little bit and then we had the collab with robian fatale as number five and then i had red sonia as number four uh so mine are I had Daredevil at number six, um, but moving things around, all new Wolverine goes in that slot. At number five, I have Catwoman, and at number four, I have Cheer Up, Love, and Pom Poms. Um, so then at five, I had Red Sonia, and at four, I had Batgirl. And on the fly, I've actually moved her lower based on continually thinking about things, because <laughs> I really liked the Batgirl one. Well, um, that means that we, me and Veronica have Red Sonia and Batgirl in the middle tier. Wait, Melissa, where do you have all new Wolverine? <laughs> yeah, where did you three. have it? You had it in the top three? <laughs> <laughs> top three. So it's been moved way I far. I really down. like X-23. Like, <laughs> I remembered all the things about that comic. <laughs> That's impressive. Would you like to argue for her to go higher in the middle tier? Because as discussed, we've already established her at number six from her being so present in the bottom tier. I mean, Maybe you could argue I would be very willing to move Batgirl or move all new Wolverine up to like number five. <laughs> I'm willing to bring Wolverine down <laughs> to number five. <laughs> to number three or four. <laughs> Um, how about number four? Can we bargain for number four? <laughs> you can bargain with me for number four. So let's go. So my original rankings, before we move things around, were Cheer Up at number four, Catwoman at number five, Daredevil at number six. I think you could easily argue that all new Wolverine is better than Daredevil yes. or Catwoman. I think both of them, like Catwoman and all new Wolverine were both pretty in-depth character studies. The only thing that makes me think Catwoman is probably a little bit better is because all new Wolverine did kind of rush and hand wave away uh, Laura really coming to terms with the trigger scent. We didn't actually see her um, That's true. coming to terms with it all that much. There was really the the only scene where it really seemed like she was fighting it was when she 
attacked Tiger Tiger and didn't kill her. I think it was Tiger Tiger. It was someone she attacked and she knocked them out but didn't kill them. Yeah. I I kind of forgot about that part um, where it was just like, and then it wasn't her all along. She doesn't mm-hmm. have to. Okay, I remember that now. I kind of forgot about that part. How about number five for all new Wolverine? I'll go with you guys' judgment on this because I'm, for the first time, remembering everything you've said about this comic because I, I had forgotten you. most of it. <laughs> Well, so which one goes down to number six then? There's Batgirl, which Veronica and I both had in the middle tier. Red Sonia, also Veronica and I both have in the middle tier. Red Sonia is good though. Yeah, I think Red Sonia is better than Batgirl, but I have them both in the top three. So, well, I think we should keep then Red Sonia in the top three. I've never had Red Sonia in the top three, and I did have Batgirl in the top three. I've confused everything by changing my list on the fly. <laughs> Um, I am willing to accept that Batgirl is just my personal preference and a character I really like and let you guys push her down. Wait, but it was in Monte's top three. Yeah, yeah, I have both of them in the top three. I had a sudden... It wasn't because of what Monte said that I moved it around. It was because of other things, but yeah. I think... Um, I don't know. I just really... I think my my ranking of Red Sonia might be artificially high also because of the... Just like the novelty of the genre to me, I don't read much of the genre, so I don't actually know how much of it was really like innovative and new and fresh, and how much of it was just this isn't a genre that I'm familiar with, and this is a very well-told story in that genre. So I might be giving it more credit than what I should, but it was literally one of my favorite things that we've read, like, ever. So, (laughs) Yeah, it was my number four, just by... I couldn't decide what my top three was so it just kind of got automatically moved to the number four so i'm okay with red sonia being at the top so batgirl come down to number six yeah tie with all new wolverine how about that (laughs) okay there is no five is batgirl and wolverine (laughs) there's two number fives nice and then are we having red sonia at number four um or do you have an argument to bring her up mate I thought Red Sonia was better than Cheer Up. <laughs> what? It was so fun. What? They were both fun. Just that lady one was... poisoned that guy at the end and it was so fun. Okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when... That giant because... fucking leech. That was so fucking fun. Just because two queer teenage girls didn't poison some (laughs) patriarchal evil king doesn't mean it wasn't fun i would argue that it does (laughs) so you're saying they should have poisoned that boy at the end who was creepy (laughs) they should have poisoned his punch at the prom no i'm fine with uh cheer up going into the top three and red sonia being number four that's fine okay Red Sonia was incredibly enjoyable, though. It does. It was, and I really enjoyed our conversations about it. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was one of my favorite things that we've ever read. I had it at number one, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it so much. (laughs) It was a good ride. So we ended up with Wolverine and Batgirl tied for number five and Red Sonia at number four. Um, I think this is roughly demonstrative of our rankings at the time batgirl was a bit lower compared to some other stuff but that makes sense she's at the bottom of the middle tier so and all new wolverine they're very neck and neck so we're getting more in line with our feelings uh while we were recording the episodes as we go higher monte if it makes you feel better i had all new wolverine as number two 
I got moved to number five. So say I also had Batgirls number two at first, and I brought it. (laughs) We've all had to concede. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What? Now, Red Sonia was better than Catwoman. It was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Red Sonia was better than Catwoman. Catwoman, I cannot. I cannot forgive the way that it treated Chantel or whatever it yes. was. You know what? I do vote for Red Sonia to beat over Catwoman. I know we like wrote everything down and we finalized the middle three, <laughs> but, but like I said, chaos. Chaos uh, reigns. Erase everything you just did. I am now <laughs> voting for Red Sonia to be number three. <laughs> I am okay with Catwoman being number four. Yeah, Red Sonia didn't have any grossness. I mean, it had a little, but it was not condoned by the story. It was a matter of like, well, yeah. Why I do mean, we have yeah, to have sex? It, sh- it had but, bad yeah. people, but the story didn't treat someone badly because of their identity. Yeah, fair. It's hard. Like the top four in here, I've been cheating and continually moving around. It's like just a dice roll for what the top four were. I did not have Sonia in the top four because and Batgirl has been brought down, but. This top tier is going to be very confusing for me, and I'm fine with Catwoman coming lower. Okay, so that's Batgirl and Wolverine tied for number five, and Catwoman, Selena's big score, at number four. We accept this. Yes. Yep. Catwoman had a quite a high score when we were reading it, but that's fine. All right. So, top tier at this point. So my number three is Cheer Up, Love and Pom Poms. My number two is Fatal, and my number one is Red Sonia, King Queen of Plagues. <laughs> but uh, since that cannot be, I'm sure, <laughs> I am willing to compromise <laughs> since you guys literally had it pretty far down. Um, I my my top three now is. Fatal, number three. Red Sonia is number two. And then, of course, Cheer Up, Love and Pom Poms is number one. So what I have written down right now, <laughs> which, as I said, this is really just a cup of dice, and I'm not sure what order they should be in. I have Red Sonia at number three, Fatal at number two, and Cheer Up at number one. And it's similar to the Michael B. Jordan issue, where I feel like Fatal and Cheer Up are, like, objectively high quality, but Red Sonia is the one that's subjectively in my wheelhouse. So I don't know whether that means Red Sonia should be at the top or it should be at the bottom of this tier. Okay, well, since both of you put it at number three and I put it at number one, I'm okay moving it to number I put three. It at number because... two. Yeah, oh, she has well, I enjoyed two. Red Sonia more than Fatal because it didn't have any off well, I mean, I never mind. It did have blood gory stuff in it. It was just so less much. it was just less uh creepy gory yes yeah there were so many uh dismemberments though yeah yeah i, I mean was like there is a reason why when you read the ratings on things and it lists the things that make the rating fantasy violence is separate from real yeah. world i mean yeah. fatal is still fantasy it's still like paranormal but it was much more like gritty so i guess here's what i'll ask what is the justification for cheer up being number one it I had, had the highest rating four. of the whole season. <laughs> it didn't um, have any dismembered bodies in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it was just so I'm like I said, I 
do not have any conviction about the order these are in, in the top tier. Um, but just like, it's such a good thing to exist. And it was cute and fluffy and like a modern day slice of life romance, which I also love. Um, I love all three of these genres in different ways. And I don't know how to rank them. Which one is better? <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that my new compromise rating is things that make me happy. Fair. Red Sonia cheer up that's the conceit and then fatale <laughs> if i'm gonna go by the same criteria i think i would end up exactly the same as that melissa wait red sonia gets to be number one yeah <laughs> you, can you live with that compromise monte <laughs> of winning <laughs> what winning yet another fucking season you monster you mean i pulled red sonia from the bottom of both of you no i didn't have you had her. such good points it's not fair when you are a debate athlete i had red sonia's number four. Oh, okay she wasn't okay, that okay. low i don't remember where i had her at first it was not oh it was number five so not super low but oh, okay <laughs> Like, calm down, Monte. It was calm down. pretty low to end up at Still number though. one. <laughs> but, but as stated, I did not have a lot of conviction about the order of things in the top tier. Yeah, all of like all of these, they're just they're all very good stories in different ways. Yeah, and them so all being in different genres also makes it difficult to compare them. Yes, it's like the uh, whose line is it anyway? Where the points don't matter and. Yes. <laughs> Like, it's kind of like that. Like, just what? It, okay, so like today is a Saturday. This is how I feel about the comics yes. today. <laughs> but all excellent comics. Um, Monte, how do you feel about the order of two and three? We've got yeah, it. I love Cheer that. up and fatale. Okay. Whatever I want, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got in tier one at number three, fatale. Number two, cheer up, love and pom poms. And number one, our winner. Red Sonia. I don't have our rankings on hand for Cheer Up. I think it was at least a 12 and possibly a 13. Fatal also had a 13 from us in season. Red Sonia only had a 12, and there's other comics we ranked higher. But looking back on how enjoyable they were, I think it's fair that she ends up higher. Yes, I didn't rank anything higher. I think I ranked Red Sonia and Fatale the same, but like I said, Red Sonia was one of my favorite things that we've ever read. I was yes. so pleasantly surprised by it. You have no idea. She <laughs> she didn't grind away her genitals with that chainmail <laughs> bikini on a horse for nothing, for num anything less than number one. I mean, just for that, she really deserves <laughs> Red Sonia turned herself into a human Barbie doll so that she could, for us to have this story. You're going to appreciate it. <laughs> and you're going to like it. All right, that leaves our final rankings. The honking list of 11. Uh, 11. Sin City, The Babe Wore Red. 10. Ghost Rider, The Curse of Jonathan Blaze. 9. Daredevil Born Again. 8. Black Widow, The Finely Woven Thread. Seven, Captain Marvel, Higher, Further, Faster, More. Tied for fifth, Wolverine, Enemy of the State 2, and Batgirl Year 1. Number four, Catwoman, Selena's Big Score. Number three, Fatal, Death Chases Me. 
is the name of the first uh, arc. Number two, cheer up, love and pom poms. And number one, Red Sonia, Queen of Plagues, which Queen is such plagues. a badass title. Such a badass title. It is. Uh, but that concludes season 10. Any final thoughts in retrospect on our themes, season, collabs, anything? I just want to remind everybody that in All New Wolverine, which I originally had as number two, there was a weird bean can thing that <laughs> that one guy <laughs> threw at a ship to explode it. And I just want everyone to remember how beautiful that moment was. So fun. That was so... Uh, his stupid little smile and grin. Why was he using a can of beans <laughs> as opposed to like a rock or something? Which... <laughs> He was surrounded by rocks. Where did the beans come from? Love it. So good. There were so many good comics this season, honestly. Like, none of these were objectively bad comics. Like, some of them were problematic in a lot of ways, and some of them were very weird. Um, since the Bay Bore Red, debatable, but everything else was like a good story. Yeah, I would say the only ones that I would say were kind of bad were Sin City and Ghost Rider, just because Ghost Rider wasn't really a story. Yes, those two, It was not just good a stories. prolonged flashback, yes. but also was it super was fun, fun to read. So. Yes, so it gets kudos for that. And begrudgingly, as always, Frank Miller, good at creating atmosphere. So Babel Red is good Oh yeah, good both of way. these are the... Oh, no, Daredevil was the other Frank Miller story, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's at number nine. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So I will post links to all these many comics in the description of this episode. So if you were intrigued by where it ended up on the list, you can go back and read it. As we said, almost all of them are good. This is the conclusion of our season. So next week will be the preview for the next season where Monte and I will elucidate our themes and the comics we will be reading for the next several months now that the seasons take a little longer with all our fun minisodes. But that is it for this week. If you enjoyed our show, please subscribe. And if you're on an app with ratings, please give us five stars, thumbs up, whatever it is that they have. We would appreciate it very much. If you want to keep up with us on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at SJWComicsCast or email us directly at SJWComicsPodcast at gmail.com. Drop us a line. Let us know what you think about these comics. Let you know, let us know what you think about all the minisodes we've been doing. Um, if you have any ideas for what else we could cover. Make sure to check out the description of this episode for all the collaborations and guest appearances we have made recently. But that is it for this week. This was our podcast. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.